These are the readings for the 5th of November, 2023. It is proper number 26 of year A, according to our numbered propers, and the 23rd Sunday after Pentecost in Ordinary Time. Let us pray. Grant us, Lord, not to be anxious about earthly things, but to love things heavenly. And even now, as we live among things that are passing away, to hold fast to those things that shall endure. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Beloved in Christ, our scriptures this week remind us of the deep necessity of Christ's redeeming work, his death and resurrection, what we need in order to be reconciled to God. In a world marred by brokenness and mired in sin, we hear and receive, and we proclaim the message of God's abundant love and mercy and unlimited forgiveness made known to us through the gospel. We hear on the one hand the call of God, his invitation to justice, compassion, and faithfulness. Yet on the other, we hear Jesus' harshest words of condemnation reserved for those religious leaders of his day who believed themselves to be fulfilling God's designs. Let us therefore with humility and contrition acknowledge how often we fall on the wrong side of these woes. And let us look to God for mercy and grace, for help in our time of need. Our first reading comes from the book of the prophet Micah. Micah condemns Israel's corrupt leaders who abuse the poor and trample on justice. Yet he foresees that the Lord will one day restore his people. This is Micah chapter 3, verses 5 through 12. Thus says the Lord concerning the prophets who lead my people astray, who cry peace when they have something to eat, but declare war against him who puts nothing into their mouths. Therefore it shall be night to you without vision, and darkness to you without divination. The sun shall go down on the prophets, and the day shall be black over them. The seers shall be disgraced, and the diviners put to shame. They shall all cover their lips, for there is no answer from God. But as for me, I am filled with power, with the Spirit of the Lord, and with justice and might, to declare to Jacob his transgression, and to Israel his sin. Hear this, you heads of the house of Jacob, and rulers of the house of Israel who detest justice, and make crooked all that is straight, who build Zion with blood and Jerusalem with iniquity. Its heads give judgment for a bribe, its priests teach for a price, its prophets practice divination for money, 
Yet they lean on the Lord and say, Is not the Lord in the midst of us? No disaster shall come upon us. Therefore, because of you, Zion shall be plowed as a field. Jerusalem shall become a heap of ruins, and the mountain of the house a wooded height. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our psalm for this week is the Judicame Deus, which ancient readers took to refer to Christ as the light and the truth. It is also used to this day in many contexts as the pre-communion psalm in the prayers of preparation of the clergy. The psalmist cries out for God's deliverance from persecutors. He asks God to lead him to the truth. This is Psalm 43. Give judgment for me, O God, and defend my cause against an ungodly people. O deliver me from the deceitful and the wicked. For you are the God of my strength. Why have you put me far from you? And why do I go about with heaviness while the enemy oppresses me? O send out your light and your truth that they may lead me and bring me to your holy hill and to your dwelling, that I may go to the altar of God, even the God of my joy and gladness. And on the harp will I give thanks to you, O God, my God. Why are you so full of heaviness, O my soul? And why are you so disquieted within me? O put your trust in God. For I will yet give him thanks, who is the help of my countenance and my God. We are continuing our sequence through Paul's letter to the Thessalonians. In this passage, Paul warmly commends the Thessalonians for their faith and perseverance in affliction. He reminds them that they will share in Christ's glory. This is 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, verses 9 through 20. For you remember, brothers, our labor and toil. We worked night and day that we might not be a burden to any of you, while we proclaimed to you the gospel of God. You are our witnesses, and God also, how holy and righteous and blameless was our conduct toward you believers. For you know how, like a father with his children, we exhorted each one of you and encouraged you and charged you to walk in a manner worthy of God, who calls you into his own kingdom and glory. And we also thank God constantly for this, that when you received the word of God which you heard from us, you accepted it, not as the word of men, but what it really is, the word of God, which is at work in you believers. For you, brothers, became imitators of the churches of God in Christ Jesus that are in Judea. For you suffered the same things from your own countrymen as they did from the Jews, who killed both the Lord Jesus and the prophets, and drove us out, and displeased God and opposed all mankind by hindering us from speaking to the Gentiles that they might be saved. So, as always, to fill up the measure of their sins. But wrath has come upon them at last. 
But since we were torn away from you, brothers, for a short time, in person, not in heart, we endeavored the more eagerly and with great desire to see you face to face, because we wanted to come to you, I, Paul, again and again, but Satan hindered us. For what is our hope or joy or crown of boasting before our Lord Jesus at his coming? Is it not you? For you are our glory and our joy. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. In our Gospel for this week, Jesus condemns the Pharisees' hypocrisy and their thirst for status. True greatness comes through humble service to others. This is Matthew chapter 23, verses 1 through 12. Then Jesus said to the crowds and to his disciples, The scribes and the Pharisees sit on Moses' seat, so do whatever they tell you, but not the works they do. For they preach but do not practice. They tie up heavy burdens hard to bear and lay them on people's shoulders, but they themselves are not willing to move them with their finger. They do all their deeds to be seen by others, for they make their phylacteries broad and their fringes long. They love the place of honor at feasts and the best seats in the synagogues and greetings in the marketplaces, being called rabbi by others. But you are not to be called rabbi, for you have one teacher, and you are all brothers. And call no man on earth your father, for you have one father who is in heaven. Neither be called instructors, for you have one instructor, the Christ. The greatest among you shall be your servant. Whoever exalts himself will be humbled, and whoever humbles himself will be exalted. The word of the Lord. Thanks. Be to God. Allowing the themes of these scriptures to resonate in our hearts, here is a poem of the contemporary English poet Malcolm Gweet. This is his poem, All Saints. Though Satan breaks our dark glass into shards, each shard still shines with Christ's reflected light. It glances from the eyes, kindles the words of all his unknown saints. The dark is bright with quiet lives and steady lights undimmed, the witness of the ones we shunned and shamed. Plain in our sight and far beyond our seeing, he weaves them with us in the web of being. They stand beside us even as we grieve, the lone and left behind whom no one claimed. Unnumbered multitudes he lifts above the shadow of the gibbet and the grave to triumph where all saints are known and named, the gathered glories of his wounded love. Let us pray. O God, your blessed Son came not to be served but to serve. Grant that following his example we may seek first your kingdom and your righteousness and serve one another in humble love. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen.